It's time for your daily cards. Joe Roderick and Bob Ramsey bring you your weekday Cardinals news and notes right here on Claves Online. Presented by Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Royal Banks of Missouri. Here's Joe and Rammer. And it's August 19th. Welcome on into Daily Cards Live here on ClavesOnline.com. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey and Rammer. We are presented to you each and every day by Munganash St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, despite uh, an 0-2 slapping by the Brewers. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? I, I made the mistake. I sat there last night and I watched the game and I said... I should go to bed early. And I said, ah, you know what? I'll watch this. And then you kind of got the sense they were going to lose the game after not being able to get any hits off the bullpen. And I sat there like an idiot and I waited for them to blow the game. And then I waited for them to lose the, and then I waited for the extra innings for the the Brewers to start scoring runs. And then I, I just, I stayed up and next thing I knew it was 1030 and I was still awake and, I just hated myself then and hated myself again this morning. The um, It might be time to re-examine the, uh, the back three trio uh, in, in the bullpen um, and maybe shift roles around, even if it's just a day or two. And that might not even solve things if, it's, if it is fatigue slash stress, meaning mental fatigue along with the physical side. Um, you might need more than a superficial shuffling of the deck. Um, the one guy that seems to be getting or being consistent or maybe getting better is Cabrera. And I might, uh, it might, I, my point of that is maybe try him in an increased role, eighth or ninth inning and see if you like that better for the short term. Yeah. And, and you know, that's an option too, with some of the lefties that the brewers have in yeah. their, in their lineup that you can, that would be a perfect reason to put them in there. Even, you know, if you're not wanting to hurt feelings or you're wanting to find a way to justify it later, when you look at where they, where that ninth inning or where that big moment might come with the brewers lineup, the way it is, you do have, you know, the Colton Wong and Yelich both there, both left-handed bats right. that, that, that kind of make, uh, make it easy to go to a left-handed arm. Like, like uh, Hennessy's Cabrera. Last night, though, we saw, and it was on both sides. We we saw both teams very frustrated with the umpires, and you saw a situation not not just with Nolan Arenado, but also with Omar Omar Navarez too. Two guys uh, with both of their teams that cannot be ejected when they were both ejected in that game. Nolan Arenado, for as little as he did to get ejected. He needed know. to know when to say, I, I felt that when I was, I was in agreement with Jim Edmonds. If you were watching the broadcast last night, Edmonds was talking about how Arenado went to his position, walked to his position, kept chirping at him, but was still moving away in the opposite direction from the umpire. But he yeah. has to know when enough is enough for Omar Navarez. He's got to know. That it's extra that that you know there's a chance there's a potential for extra innings. He's the catcher. You cannot go to you. You cannot risk a position of that importance that late in the game. 
Let's go with the second part first. Navarez knows you can't argue balls and strikes. Say what you want to say, but then you've got to move on for all the reasons you just you just pointed out. You've got to move on. Um, but you're right. Both sides were complaining about the strike zone all day. Um, I disagree with you and Jim on Arenado. He needed to let up, and he didn't walk straight from the dugout to his position. He was he leaned, looked, and and um, uh, was gesturing toward the ump. He was looking him right in the eye. It's different if you're walking away and mumbling and, and sort of that stage whisper where you know the guy can hear it. When everybody in the park can see you turn, face him, make hand gestures and be shouting. No, he let him say his piece after he was punched out, and he did. He didn't say a word. He let, he let Arnauta say his piece. He goes to the dugout, and my assumption is that it stayed, that the chirping continued during the commercial break, and then as he came out to take the field, um, I thought it was um, fairly confrontational. My only complaint is with the ump, why couldn't he just turn his back and walk away? Um, I did think Arenado went a little bit over the top, but I thought the umpire should just go and talk to your buddy out at second base. Just go walk away. Let it go. Let it go. You did see uh, in the case of the Brewers, you saw Craig Council sprint out to home plate trying to keep Navarez in the game. And yeah. almost as as he got on the dirt behind home plate, that is when Navarez was ejected from the game. And you saw Council just kind of go, like, I was so close. I should have, you know, if, if it was his playing days, he probably would have made, he probably would have been able to sprint there and get there in time to save his catcher. Schilt, though, did not come out, did not try to get in between at any point with uh, with Arenado in a, in a call like with, with a check swing. Is there anything the manager in that position can do? No, absolutely not. It's just, that's just the way it is. Man. He called the check swing. We all saw it. All of us disagreed with the call. Uh, there's There's nothing to do. That's just it. Suck it up. And move on. You said your piece. I think that's fine. But that but then you gotta you gotta let it go and you gotta put the team ahead of it. Then if the manager wants to get his pound of flesh later with that same ump, you know, there's time to there there's opportunities and time to do that after the game. Um and then you know they're always allowed to do write-ups about the umpires and situations to send to the league office. There are those kind of protocols that you can go through as well. Um no, there, there, there really is not much you can do. The uh, the Cardinals tonight will have, and Brewers too, the, the first base umpire from last night's game will be behind the plate tonight. So we will see in the first inning if uh, if there is any carryover from what we saw yesterday between Nolan Arenado and the first base umpire from last night's game in tonight's game. But the uh, Cardinals will look to avoid the sweep as they will face Brandon Woodruff, 7-6 uh, and six with a 2-1-8 ERA, 163 strikeouts on the season. John Lester goes for the uh, the Cardinals tonight after he put out put put together a pretty good start in his uh, in his last outing. Maybe even saved his spot not only on the roster but definitely in the rotation as the Cardinals start to get a little healthier here uh, in the middle of uh, in the middle of August. A lot of very 
bad numbers uh, uh, for the Cardinals against Brandon Woodruff over their careers. I don't expect Matt Carpenter to get the start today. Yachty's hitting 200 against him. Nolan Arenado's hitting 143 against him. Paul Goldschmidt, 167 against Brandon Woodruff. This is not a recipe for a uh, for a, a very good offensive output for the Cardinals today. All you, all you can do as a manager is put your best guys out there and uh, ask them to step up and be pros. And that's all Mike Schilt can do. Um, and I think that, um, you know, the offense has just got to be better. You know, last night was the perfect example of what I've been trying to tell people and got into some fun. It wasn't intense fun uh, Twitter battles last night um, about what, where the Cardinals are, what they should have done in the offseason and all these different things. But here's the here's the bottom line. The team can't hit. And so your pitching has to be perfect and your defense has to be perfect. Your pitching was good until the end. Your defense was great until the end last night. A little hiccup from the pitching, a little hiccup from the defense, you lose the game. Pitching and defense is really the only way this team's going to win very many games against good teams. We've seen the team can score against bad pitching, um, but tonight that's not the case. The uh, the Cardinals have been benefited the past two days by the Reds and the Padres both losing yeah. their games. So the Cardinals still four games back in that second wild card spot. It'd be a it'd be really nice to talk about them being two games back from that second wild card spot. But here we sit. Four games back of that uh, of that spot, still with uh, with two less games to play on the schedule now, so less time to uh, to eventually catch up. It'll be Brandon Woodruff against John Lester tonight on the uh, the game. Tomorrow we will bring you a series preview against the Pirates as the Cardinals will welcome in the uh, welcome in Pittsburgh for a very big weekend uh, yes. at Bush. Not only I'm not talking about the games, I'm talking for everything else that's going on this weekend as the Cardinals honor the uh, the lives of Bob Gibson, Lou Brock, and uh, will also induct new members into the Cardinal Hall of Fame. So all of that will be on the uh, on the show for tomorrow. Rammer, before we get to our hats for today, a quick word from our friends at Royal Banks. Royal Banks of Missouri, where better service means better banking. Whether you're looking for a new checking account or you want to go big and get a new mortgage or look into, if you're if you're thinking about a home equity credit line, it is an absolutely great time to call Royal Banks of Missouri. Introductory offer for their home credit or a home equity credit line is off the charts. 314-212-1500 or go online to royalbanksofmo.com. Royal Banks, again, where better service means better banking. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Uh, as you can see, Rammer, I'm, I'm sure already I'm, I'm sporting the uh, my Leathernecks uh, baseball hat for uh, for today. Um, Western Illinois, yeah, nice. going with uh, with that. Never never worn it. The one they they gave this one to me a few years ago when I was uh, when I was up there visiting and uh, was meeting with the then coach at the time, Ryan Brownley. He gave me one, and it was a few sizes too big, so. Even with all this hair, it still doesn't fit and still doesn't look that great, but it's, uh, it looks nice on display here at the house. There you so, go. Uh, so, yeah. Well, mine is not a game cap. Mine is a Lindenwood Lion uh, ball cap. But we both went with the alma maters today. That was not, uh, that was not by design. Um, this was, a, uh, I don't know, all the stuff you do out there. You pick up things along the way, and this is a Lindenwood uh, cap that was given to me. So it's alma mater day on the podcast. 
Absolutely, Rammer. We will talk again tomorrow, give you a preview of everything going on down at Bush Stadium this weekend for Pirates and Cardinals. Until then, this has been Daily Cards Live, presented by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri, right here on KlebsOnline.com. St. Louis Acura is excited to announce the opening of our newly remodeled service lounge. We sell pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models and take pride in servicing what we sell. We offer free pickup and delivery service and a complimentary car wash and vacuum with every service. We also have a full-service reconditioning shop on-site that can repair dents, bumpers, and wheels. As the nation's only 29-time Acura Precision Team winner for customer satisfaction, we work every day to make St. Louis Acura better than ever for you.